Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I am Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. A lot to get to here on the podcast, including the latest on former five-star wide receiver Jordan Hudson, who's in the transfer portal, and we'll talk a little conference realignment, everyone's favorite subject as well. But let's lead off with the big news regarding SMU target Jordan Hudson, the former five-star wide receiver who's transferring from TCU. He was expected in at Auburn this weekend for an official visit. But sources telling on the Pony Express that visit is canceled. Our Auburn site, Auburn Live, confirmed that news as well, which begs the question, is it time to close down shop for Jordan Hudson and get him on board with the Mustangs? We'll be watching that closely. I think with Jordan Hudson, the big thing here when he entered the transfer portal is familiarity. And that's why you've seen SMU and Arizona State as the two schools that I feel like have really been duking it out for Jordan Hudson, who was a top 20 prospect coming out in the 2022 class out of Garland High School. Now, no longer visiting Auburn. He's had double-digit schools show interest in him, schools from all over the country. The best of the best really coming after him after he played in 14 games for the Horn Frogs this past season. But SMU... Appears to be the favorite from everything I've heard, which is a good thing. I dropped some additional notes at OnThePonyExpress.com, so check those out as well if you're a subscriber to our website. Just $10 a month. It's well worth it, uh, especially now with a huge transfer recruiting weekend set to heat up on the site, so be sure to be locked in on the site for that. Jordan Hudson, SMU, Arizona State, battling it out for him. Rashad Samples, Brian Carrington, obviously both have ties to him from uh, their uh, Rashad Samples' time at SMU and Brian Carrington and Rashad Samples' time at TCU. Uh, both are now at Arizona State and have been recruiting him heavily. Still, the Mustangs look like they might be able to hold off Arizona State. Um, as I've dropped on the board, uh, things look to be in good shape for SMU. You've got to get these type of prospects uh, and transfer players, of course, across the finish line. That's what Rhett Lashley and his staff are trying to do. And that goes for multiple other targets from the transfer portal. Uh, so it's a good time to subscribe and get the latest on who SMU is targeting. We talked about Robbie Harrison, the big defensive tackle out of Arizona State, uh, transferring and uh, announcing an SMU offer earlier this week. We touched on that. There will be more players in the transfer portal that you'll have to watch for SMU. So be sure to be locked in at OnThePonyExpress.com. And if you do, be sure to enter our contest, okay? We've had a few people already log in their account for the contest, and that is to win a Boulevard tailgate catered for 30 by Smoke Provisions. Our friends over there, Shay, Dow, will hook you up with all this great barbecue as well as some beer for 30 of your friends at a boulevard of your choosing. So jump on board. If you have already, make sure you're 
emailing me at billy.embody at on3.com with those people that have signed up, the most subscribers that uh, are are credited to you, uh, do that's how you win. You The most subscribers, the goal is for our On the Pony Ex- Express subscribers to bring in the most subscribers, the one who does gets that Boulevard tailgate. More details are at ontheponyexpress.com. Now, we move into a little bit different recruiting segment of the podcast because I want to run down the new offers that have been handed out by SMU's coaching staff this week. And plenty of prospects now hold offers from the Mustangs from the 2024 class all the way to 2026. So let's dive right in here. We talked about in our recruiting reset how big of a need it is for SMU to go after the edge position, a pass rusher. Uh, you have Nelson Paul coming back for his last season. He's going to be gone uh, after the 2023 season. You'll have Isaiah Smith. You'll have Jalen Samuels. Uh, you'll have uh, Jaden Jones, guys like that. But SMU needs to address this position even more, I feel like. And they dished out an offer to Beaumont Westbrook, edge prospect Jalen Jones. You see his picture there on the profile. Well, that was taken by yours truly at LSU camp last summer. He holds offers from Louisiana, Texas Tech, Houston, Baylor, and others. He ranks as a high three-star prospect on on three. You see that 6'5 frame. I think he plays basketball at Beaumont Westbrook. Um, And I really like this offer here for SMU. Uh, So that was the first one that went out. Uh, Jalen Jones told me that uh, he plans to give SMU a look. So be sure to keep an eye out on Jalen Jones for sure um, as he picks up an offer from the Mustangs. Jalen Moses out of Carrollton Newman Smith was another one that added an offer from SMU this week in the class of 2024. And he's kind of been on a recruiting hot streak right now. Um, He's a guy that I don't think will make a decision soon because his recruitment is picking up. He obviously doesn't look like that. I'm going to head out to Newman Smith and get him a picture here soon. But a guy that looks like he could play that nickel safety position uh, that is so critical in Scott Simon's defense. Uh, They swung through and dished out an offer. He's made an unofficial visit to Louisiana uh, to check out the Raging Cajuns. So that's why you see the on three recruiting prediction machine have that lead right now for uh, the Raging Cajuns. But I do expect him to visit SMU, and that could be a visit to certainly watch. Um, He's got some in-state offers already like Texas State and and Texas Southern, uh, Arkansas State as well, out of state. Uh, But he is a prospect that I think is on the rise right now. Um, So we'll be watching what happens as SMU looks to retool that safety position. They'll lose Brandon Crosley after next year, and then they'll have guys like Jonathan McGill, Ahmad Moses, um, you know, CJ Sanders, uh, Brian Massey, all at the tail end of their careers at SMU, believe it or not, by the time that 2024 season rolls around uh, in the back half of their careers. So they have to address the safety position. That was a notable offer that went out without a doubt. Uh, finally, a guy that SMU probably should have offered a while ago, um, but they did dish out an offer to a top 25 prospect on on three uh, in Beaumont United, offensive tackle Weston Davis. Uh, you see Alabama leads the on three recruiting prediction machine, but LSU and Texas A&M are also in there as well. Um, this is a long shot for SMU at this point. It's a good offer to get out in case things don't work out down the line and they can circle back. That caps the 2024 offers. But a notable 2025 offer went out 
to kick off uh, Wednesday, really right before I jumped on the pod to uh, record this. And that went to Landon Locke, the brother of uh, Wisconsin quarterback Braden Locke, a familiar name for SMU fans. Uh, they were among the finalists for, for Braden coming out of high school. Um, and Landon picked up an offer from the Mustangs. Uh, he's a part of that um, really just nice uh, QB genes that they have going. SMU was first to offer Landon Locke, who uh, does dabble in some baseball. He's a high-profile prospect there on the diamond as well. Um, when you look at what he did this season uh, for Rockwall, uh, he was able to get in there um, and and start off his his career pretty well. He looks to be a uh, really high-profile prospect by the end. Um, so SMU went ahead and got out ahead of this one and uh, dished out an offer to Landon Locke. It'll be the first of many for him. SMU's been active in Louisiana as well, and I love these offers that have gone out. Uh, we've talked about Gabriel Relaford, uh, the Shreveport of Angel Christian, uh, defensive lineman who visited for the spring game and uh, holds an SMU offer. The Mustangs sit in a really good spot there, but then they kept going in Shreveport, dishing out a pair of 2025 offers, You've got two teammates at Shreveport, Captain Shreve, one of the top talent-producing programs in the state of Louisiana. They dished out offers to two on 300 prospects right now. Um, in Trey Fuller, a safety who had 30 tackles, an interception, three pass breakups, and a fumble recovery last season. You see him sitting in that on 300, a top 10 prospect in Louisiana, a top 25 safety nationally. I think he's going to be set to really explode this spring as college coaches get out and see him. And the same goes for Devin Harper, his 2025 offensive line teammate um, who sits, again, even higher in the on 300. He's got some power five flavor to his profile already. 6'5", 287 pounds. I love this offer for SMU. Obviously, both of these prospects are going to be evaluated and, and looked at heavily by LSU, the in-state program. Those will be that uh, uh, an offer, if they do come, that'll that'll obviously change their recruitments entirely, in my opinion. But I like what SMU is doing here. They should be recruiting North Louisiana. They should be recruiting a little bit in Oklahoma and then recruiting the heck out of Texas as they do. Um, and then dabbling a little bit in that national recruiting when they have connections to work. Um, Devin Harper, just the latest Shreveport prospect to pick up an offer. Another offer that went out, and this one was a big one. Number one player in Texas in the class of 2025, Port Arthur Memorial defensive lineman Michael Riles, uh, 6'3", 240, a guy that is going to pack on the weight, I think, and really grow in to a dominant three-tech type of defensive tackle. When it's all said and done, we're obviously very high on him at on three. You see him there. Ranked as the number 12 overall prospect in the country, Number three defensive lineman for us, and he's about to explode. Uh, I think he's somebody that is going to continue to pick up big offers as the spring unfolds. But right now, his recruitment relatively quiet on the Power Five front, believe it or not. So watch for those offers to start rolling in for Michael Riles. And SMU wasn't done in uh, South Texas. They offered another defensive lineman, Malcolm Simpson, out of Galveston Ball High School. They offered a pair at uh, Ball High School down there in the Galveston area. Malcolm Simpson sits as a top 40 overall prospect, number five defensive lineman nationally. Baylor holds the early on three RPM lead. He's got a little bit more 
uh, Power Five Ness uh, to him already with Baylor and Texas Tech already having offered. I think you've got to watch programs like Texas and Texas A&M, obviously, in the future, uh, looking at him and offering him. And and he'll roll in uh, multiple Power Five offers as well. But a uh, no-brainer type of offer for SMU to get in the door there and and start recruiting him and see what they could bring uh, to the table as far as um, you know, maybe landing a visit, maybe landing some serious interest from Malcolm Simpson. They also offered Jonah Williams, a really intriguing prospect here who uh, loves Dallas, uh, told me that much. We'll have his full reaction to the offer up on, on the Pony Express, as well as uh, that of many of these guys we're talking about. Uh, but another top 100 prospect, four on three, you see he's the number two linebacker in the country for the on three industry ranking. Texas has already offered, so you've got to think the Longhorns sit in a good spot early on here, but Texas A&M certainly not going to go away. SMU offered him. He plays both ways, really, um, and does a lot of different things well, but he's really fluid for 6'3", 200, um, and he impressed at the OT7 regional in the state of Texas earlier this spring as well. Um, So he's a prospect to know. He wants to check out SMU as does Malcolm Simpson. So be on the lookout for those guys and their full reactions to offers. Finally, SMU dished out offers to Port Arthur Memorial 2026 running back. Amante Martin really looks like, again, a high-profile prospect. I watched some film on him earlier today. He's got that explosiveness that's going to make him one of the top prospects in Texas. And SMU didn't stop in uh, the 2026 class at running back, offering Davion Gross out of Frisco Lone Star, a guy who, again, looks like he's going to be that high-level prospect in the DFW area at running back. He's got some nice size to him already. Uh, I watched some spring highlights of him in in practice already, um, and, and he just looks like the real deal. TCU, Texas Tech, Missouri have also offered him. So, SMU getting active on the offer front as the SMU coaching staff is back on the road recruiting. I'm also now starting to uh, get out there on the road a little bit. Was out at South Oak Cliff High School on Tuesday night. Um, So I dropped some notes on uh, uh, Wildman, SMU's 2024 commitment, the four-star athlete, Jamarie Cauley, uh, who uh, didn't get a chance to see, but I dropped some notes on him, got some intel. Uh, on how he's looking out there as well and and kind of what's next for him. So check those out on the site and check out our friends at Dank Vodka. The first terpene-based vodka in the world. You can really get a sense for just how good uh, it is because they take out all those impurities. They take out all of those, all that burning that is in the back of your mouth when you, you know, try vodka and, uh, you know, it hits the back of your throat and really makes it hard sometimes to, you know, just down it. But this stuff right here, Dank Vodka, you can check out the bottle at Total Wine at Specs. It's available on Drizzly. It's a premium brand for Total Wine as well. Our friend Trey Feist continues to deliver on these tastings. Uh, so if you haven't been out to see Trey, tell him on theponyexpress.com sent you. He'll be at the Total Wine at the Galleria Mall on May 1st. So next week, um, he'll kick off May with a tasting from 11 to 5. Uh, Be sure to check that one out. And then May 2nd through the 4th, he hits Austin. Uh, 
for the Total Wine Austin location at Lakeline Mall. He'll be there from May 2nd through the 4th. So three straight days, three straight opportunities for you guys to try Dank and meet Trey Feist, the Army veteran and former bartender who wanted to change the game in the vodka industry. Um, and he did that with Dank Vodka. You can see him all day, uh, May 2nd through the 4th, at the Total Wine in Austin at Lake Line Mall. So be sure to tell him that on the on the Pony Express sent you. We'll have more on the tastings next week on the podcast um, as he then uh, gets going even more so in the month of May. He's got a loaded schedule uh, to get you guys a taste of dank vodka. Finally, we are jumping in to more conference realignment talk here on the podcast. And I wanted to share with you guys some more intel here because Colorado, the school that was all the buzz around leaving the Pac-12 for uh, the uh, Big 12, well, that really got shot down, I would say, uh, as Phil DiStefano, their chancellor of the university, sat down with USA Today to uh, go over really where they stand in the world of conference realignment. He talked a little bit about Deion Sanders. You can check out the full article on USA Today. Um, sitting down with uh, uh, Brent uh, Schrotenberg. Uh, so I think I nailed that one, actually. But the key takeaways from this article, and to rewind it real quick, remember about two weeks ago, maybe maybe even a little longer, when all the buzz was around Colorado leaving the Big 12 and what we talked about on this podcast, Deion Sanders' familiarity with Big 12 country. Well, Phil DiStefano, the chancellor of Colorado, really shot all of that down for the most part, I would say, in this sit-down interview. And in short, he says that they are committed to the Pac-12. Uh, they are uh, going to uh, hopefully expand to 12 for SMU's sake. Uh, and San Diego State's uh, sake as well. But here's the full quote. Um, is the Big 12 a backup plan for Colorado? Quote, nobody's asked us. I shouldn't even say that. We're committed to the Pac-12. What I've said all along with the other presidents and chancellors is we're not going to even think about going anywhere. None of us. Until we see what kind of offer we get, and that's still being worked out. And I'm confident it's going to be fine. To add on to that, one big thing that Colorado's chancellor noted is the presence of Association of American Universities in the Pac-12. Now, SMU, San Diego State, not AAU schools. The only school in the Big 12 that has that uh, title, Kansas. The Pac-12 covets these strong academic institutions that they're aligned with. And we mentioned that. And especially at higher education and at the top levels of conferences and, and, pre and uh, schools, that is a big reason why these schools are all aligned. They have similar interests in terms of academics. And that is a big point of emphasis for these schools. Now, he did leave the door open, of course, for... Uh, you know, if the deal wasn't good at all, they could reassess. But he went on to say that I think in five years, we'll get a much better feel for streaming services. That's changing so much. And it's going to put us in a position to pick up some things that maybe we're not going to get at this point. This is big because we've talked about streaming's presence in the Pac-12 media rights deal that is still going on. 
And he mentioned that because he expects the deal and hopes the deal is going to be around five to seven years. The big emphasis on that is that over a 12-year contract, which the Pac-12 had in place, they saw all these other conferences pass them up. Not, I shouldn't say all, but a large portion of them pass them up in terms of revenue. The ACC facing the same problem right now, mind you, with their deal being such a long-term agreement. And DeStefano added that there's a very good possibility that the deal with the Pac-12 will bring in per school revenues ranked third among Power Five conferences. That would mean surpassing the Big 12 and as well as the ACC. All of those things are important because if he's of the belief that the Pac-12 media rights deal is going to get them to that level, then that is what is really uh, going to hold this conference together. That's what pretty much all of the presidents or ADs that that have commented on the situation have said. We expect the deal to be good enough. We expect it to be right around the Big 12, maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower. But those things are going to be good enough to keep this league together, which bodes bodes well for SMU's chances to join the league as well. Now, he did make note, SMU is not an AAU school as is San Diego State, um, but did note that Dallas is a good area for recruiting. He said expansion depends on the new media deal, which is, quote, getting close. So there we are, back to the getting close um, piece of this uh, whole process. But as we've noted on the podcast, as some of the other national guys covering this have noted on the podcast, since that buzz that really took up probably the back half of March and into April, we've seen these chancellors, we've seen kind of industry sources take a reset and say, okay, summer. What does summer look like? That is probably one of the bigger questions in this entire piece right now. I feel like looking at when this needs to get done, there's been that buzz around San Diego State facing a much larger um, exit fee if it's not done by June 30th. So that's certainly something to note. Um, I would, this is more of a guess. I would say early June would be optimal for the PAC 12 to get this deal done and then get expansion done shortly thereafter. So those exit fees can begin to be negotiated if you're SMU in San Diego state. But look, um, we dropped on the podcast, you know, multiple times now. Sources around SMU continue to feel good about where the Mustangs stand in conference realignment. And look, I, until there is a major bombshell that changes everything, and look, there have been quote unquote bombshell type um, pieces that have come out. You know, Colorado's interest in the Big Twelve is one example. Those things until there's a true bombshell, whereas the someone is leaving, someone is is out on what the Pac-12 is going to get, this all bodes really well for SMU. So the waiting continues for SMU and San Diego State to get into the Pac-12, but had to bring that up. Recent interview with, with Phil DiStefano, the Chancellor of Colorado, basically shooting down the Big 12 as a possibility for the school with his expectations that the Pac-12 media rights deal is going to be good enough to be third among conferences in year-by-year revenue 
four schools, which is just big. If you're looking at SMU, granted, you're going to expect to take a pay cut in a sense off of that total revenue that the Pac-12 media rights deal would get. How long? Two years, three years? That all is something that, again, remains to be decided. We talked about those lawyers that are involved with SMU's end um, earlier on the podcast, uh, uh, you know, podcasts ago, talking about realignment. That's important, though. When you're looking at how SMU can make this work, if you're looking at a revenue that is third among conferences, that's a really good deal because you are going to get a big jump from what the AAC is giving you, most certainly. But the bigger piece is that it's going to be third among conferences, which you're going to get an even sweeter piece of the pie if this does indeed all go through, which we're expecting it to. So the waiting game continues for the Pac-12. Um, obviously, Colorado had quite the newsworthy run over the weekend with their sold-out spring game, as well as tons of transfers out of Deion Sanders' program. But their chancellor really setting the record fairly straight on where they stand as far as realignment and any potential uh you know, move to the Big 12. They seem locked in with the Pac-12, which is important for the league long-term. And that puts to bed, at least for now, any really rumors that Colorado could be departing for the Big 12. So it's been quiet uh, on that front once again now with the Pac-12 as far as the waiting game goes. We're, we're sitting back. We're seeing how things unfold. I'm interested to see when and what happens with their media rights deal potentially getting finalized. Obviously, we still expect it to involve ESPN on some degree and also Apple and Amazon talking it over with them as far as the streaming aspect of it. And it just continues to be one of those things that is moving slower than people would have anticipated with those two giants trying to get into the streaming industry in regards to college athletics. So, a fairly good update if you're an SMU fan or a San Diego State fan watching this realignment uh, across college football unfold. So um, SMU continues to sit in a good spot for for conference realignment with the Pac-12, um, as well as uh, their transfer targets. So be sure to lock in a subscription to OnThePonyExpress.com. Definitely get you a bottle of Dank Vodka as well. Check them out, our friends, Trey Feist. Uh, who does a great job with this first terpene-based vodka in Texas, an award-winning vodka uh, that gives you that smooth sipping vodka that really isn't out there on the market, uh, just thanks to how they filter and distill it. Um, again, I, I sip it on the rocks, um, and they also have uh, you know plenty of mixers you can uh, toy around with and try it. But appreciate our friends at Dank Vodka. Appreciate all of you guys who have subscribed to OnThePonyExpress.com. Make sure you get the details on our contest to win a Boulevard tailgate catered by Smoke Provisions. So uh, continue to let me know when you get people on board and we're going to continue to grow the site. That contest runs until May 17th. So with that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the podcast. Be sure to keep it locked on OnThePonyExpress.com as we continue to monitor the transfer portal for both football and basketball as well. Drop some visitors on the website on that front as well. So with that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this process, uh, podcast. I'm out for the rest of the week. Going to take a little mini vacation uh, down to the beach. We will have our interview with Toyle Wilson, the SMU women's basketball coach, on Monday to get you guys through that work day. 
Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I will be able to get a podcast uh, out, I'm pretty sure, if anything breaking happens. But until next time, guys, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And we will catch you next week on another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.